Go for it. The craziest thing that ever happened to me is as an agent is uh, we took over a very, very small book of business, couple hundred policies uh, because an agent was, was leaving the company and come to find out not only was he stealing money from every client that he had, which was a nightmare when we started uh, to collect insurance. So um, obviously an odd situation and not the greatest way to start, but uh Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. It was a, it was a very big learning experience for us. Crazy. Holy moly. Well, tell them who you are. Hey, my name is Jennifer Herring, and I'm with the Jennifer Herring Agency in Fort Worth, Texas, and I am an insurance dude. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Okay, now I can take down the questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So this person was not only stealing mm -hmm. from every single – did you purchase the book? God, no. We thought we were okay. – Scratch agency and our district manager came in and said, Hey, I've got some great news for you. <laughs> we have an agent that's leaving and we're going to take his book of business and kind of give you a few of the policies and give this other new agent a few of the policies. Oh. Only thing is you have to stay in his office for at least a year. And I'm like, okay, so what's the rent? Where is it? And it's in an older part of town. It's not a building I would have been in, but okay, great. We're scratched. We have no idea. I've never been in insurance before. I was in a different industry altogether and uh, decided to be with both feet. And so I was like, perfect. This is wonderful. At least I'll have some clients and maybe I can do some cross-selling. Yeah, no, that, that at all. <laughs> so so how, how did it work out? Uh, well, we spent like, I don't know, two and a half, three months doing audits and finding money that wasn't there and getting receipts from clients and trying to help them prove that they had made payments. And he took mostly cash. So we, by the way, we have not taken a piece of cash in this office since we opened our office because of this. Um, but, and then about three weeks into us having this agency, we get a major claim. Um, it's a total loss fire claim and come to find out it's the agent who burned oh. down his parents' house that he was living in, and it's an arson claim. They know it's arson from that agent. It was nuts. It was Allegedly. It's one of the biggest claims we've ever had. And, I mean, it was just ridiculous. They found accelerant in the house. I mean, they know it was What? <laughs> yes, I'm telling you. They, they couldn't prove it was him. He was out of town. <laughs> but... Oh my it, yeah. gosh. So it was it was nuts. Oh my gosh. Did they yeah. know that he was stealing from the clients when they put you in there? Uh yes, that's why he was no longer with the company. They just didn't explain that to us. <laughs> so so they had no moral problem throwing a lady in an office with a former person that was ripping everybody off and then just saying you deal with those people. And not telling you. Yeah. It, it was, hey, there's going to be service work. And here's the bonus. You get paid for the service work that you're doing here. 
because these weren't clients you brought in. You're going to take over the book and you're going to get paid for it. <laughs> Talk oh. about walking into fire. We just didn't. Wow. We, we were we were naive. We didn't know. So it's okay. Some of them are gone. Some of them stayed. You know, the company did their part and and paid back all the, the premiums that were stolen. Oh, okay. wow. If we couldn't prove it, they, they went ahead and, and kept them on the books and gave them credit for it. But uh, it was crazy. Oh, well, it, that's good. So yeah. then you're the hero. Yes. It was just a lot of crap to get to be there. Oh. <laughs> so that was that was our first experience in insurance. And we thought, oh, my God, we left the car business because of crazy crap. And, and now I'm here. This is... <laughs> this is not how it works. Great news. We're going to give you a bunch of clients. They may need a little bit of love. Yeah, a little bit of love. A little Some bit of things love. happen. We won't get into it. No big yeah. deal. Yeah. The agent's just no longer with farmers. They, they were asked to leave. Whoops. Do you, re- do you remember the point where you're just, you're so excited about, you know, jumping into this. They're giving you free clients and all kinds of stuff. And then all of a sudden you realize, like, what was the time that you realized, like, wait, this guy was stealing? like. It was that day one. When we yeah, it was day one because the phones started ringing. <laughs> and this is when all these people were starting to get their notices of cancellation for not having um, paid their bills. Oh. And they're like, no, 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 we paid. We, we paid with cash. We came in. Here's our receipt. And they'll have a paper receipt. Um, but it wasn't like an official one. So Like written with a crayon? <laughs> Receipt and the E's like backwards, <laughs> yeah. like a so, lemonade stand. Yeah, we 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 pulled out of it pretty quickly, but I'm telling you that that's a rude awakening. It certainly tells you what not to do when you when you get into business. So wow, yeah, but that was our fun experience. Well, well, tell us how you okay. So <laughs> right, take us back earlier. How did you even get into insurance? <laughs> Um, so my husband and I had just, and I was working for car dealerships at the time. I was an assistant troller and I had done everything. We had both been in car business for, I don't know, 15 years at that point. And I was exhausted. I was there till 2 AM working on closing books and I've got this little baby at home and I'm like, there is no way I can continue to do this. And I worked so hard for these people. I worked this hard for myself. Oh my gosh. I, I would. I could do it. So then we started kind of trying to figure out what industries we wanted to go into. And for some reason, my husband and I both came up with insurance on the same day. And he's a finance guy. And he's like, you know, I call these people all day long looking for proofs of insurance. They've got it sweet. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, you know, I was just thinking about that myself. So we started calling around and uh, figuring out a little bit of, of wording that we needed to ask and found a district manager and, and uh, the rest is history. Wow. So, so you dive in, you're, you're uh, getting inundated with these issues because of the cash receipts and all that stuff. Uh-huh. What, what was, when did it like kind of turn and, and become fun? Like, cause I, I would guess that this wasn't awesome. Like it wasn't ideal to wasn't walk great. into. No, it wasn't. What, once we got that cleaned up, um, we started going out and marketing and doing the networking and getting in with mortgage agents because that was still back when, you know, you could walk in and give somebody cookies and and still kind of get some business from them. And I I wasn't one of those agents that, that harassed my friends and family. I refused to do so. I, I didn't do the 100 challenge or whatever it's called with every company. Yeah. I'm like, I'm out. I'm not doing that. I, I'm right. not going to harass my The Amway 
part of Yeah. Um, so it was fun. I got to be part of the community and do things. And that's what I was excited about. And, and we had taken a small loan, um, when we first started to, to help kind of offset because we, we jumped in both of us cold Turkey, no income, um, uh, from two full. So, you know, we were hustling quite a bit those first few years. And I, I, I uh, interviewed some of the really good agents in our district and asked them what they did and tried to emulate some of the stuff they were doing and got some really good advice. And then I got some not so good advice. You know, it just kind of depends. And it, it was a long time ago. So different things worked at that time. We didn't have internet leads back then, you know, so the best you could do was work on referrals and, and try lenders to really, really work with you. And that was where we got most of our business back then. And then the bottom fell out in 2007, 2008, and 80 or 90% of our mortgage people went bye-bye. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, and when we first started with our carrier, it was like taking candy from a baby. They just had such good prices in our area that we happened to be coming into it at a really good time. And so we didn't realize how hard it was going to get, you know. <laughs> we, yeah. We've had several of those cycles since then, but... Um, it, it was really, it was a good time for us to jump in and we were able to build some, some business. Love it. And then, so then that the bottom fell out of that. And then mention some of the hard times, because I think that, I mean, as, as agency owners were in a, a hard time in California carrier, I think for all uh, your carriers, well, <laughs> um, <laughs> for all carriers in California, but, and there's a lot of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to burn down the, the building or, or whatever. Well, not figuratively, not. <laughs> Please don't say yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably not. the. That's probably what was on my mind, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. So, and so I hear, and I'm like, like my piece of advice is, you know, and I've only been in here six and a half years. So it's like, don't make any crazy moves. Like this is a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. The, you know, one day, you're going to be the lowest the next day. They're going to be the lowest. It's not going, it's always going to change. It's always flowing. It's a moving, but guess what? Everybody has to have insurance. So. Well, I, I think the hardest thing that we went with is, is I'm uh, well, there's two things that have held me back. I'll put it that way. One, I am a control freak. So I didn't grow because I wanted to handle everything on my own. I was so nosy. If somebody else was handling it, I could hear them in the other room. I would stop. I'd get up and go in there and try to help, you know, because I knew better. I'm just that person. Um, It's been really, really hard to take a step back and try to realize that, okay, you can't do all this all by yourself. And I don't want to do it by myself anymore. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. You know, I want to be able to grow and sit back and relax and say, no, no, that's not my job. You do it. (laughs) You know, but at first I didn't. The other thing that I had a really hard time with is I wanted the pat on the back from the district. I wanted them Mm. to tell me I was doing a great job. And I did, but I did that by getting awards that they wanted instead of by realizing that the awards that they wanted us to get is stuff that didn't have return income later. So it wasn't Mm. building my book. It was just making me look good for a year. When you're new and you're selling a bunch of life or doing a bunch of things back year after year to build your income, then you're, you're new for five years because you're doing it over and over and over Mm. and over again. You're not building. So, you know, we got all the accolades, we got the awards, we won the trips and all that stuff is great, except for I could, I couldn't spend money on the trips because I had no money to spend. 
Right. I wasn't right. making any money. I remember freaking out when we were in the Bahamas because they had to take my debit card and put a like a thousand dollar hold on it for the hotel. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's going to work. When's that going to go back? You know? Right. And that was in the first couple of years. So um, we did really well as far as the company was concerned, but it wasn't good for my business. You know, right. yep. it takes a while to get through some of that stuff. And if you know that going in and if you have someone tell you do what's right for you, not what's right for everybody else, stick with it, you'll be a lot more successful. Yeah. A hundred percent. I love that. That yep. is probably one of the best pieces of advice anyone's ever given on here because, and I fell into that trap as well. And we tried to build ourselves up and got best in company and stuff. And then realized like, Hey, Luckily, it coincided with actually growing, but there was a lot of stuff that was being told to do that just yeah. didn't didn't make any sense. Right. And right. so we we definitely have not hit best in company since that one time, because then right. it was like, I realized like, well, you know, I would probably realistically 50% of the efforts are awesome. And then 50% of the efforts are just spinning wheels. Yeah. And it's like, man, if I just allocated that towards act, our actual business, not the company's mm -hmm. actual business, but our actual business right. will dominate. So, yeah. Well, and, and I don't know about your company, but our company changes the rules every single year. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, it's every year. It, you can't, you can't keep up with what they're going to change this year versus last year, even in compensation and how bonuses are paid out. And so when you think that you've got it figured out, I promise there's a surprise around the corner. So you know, we diversified a little bit because a really, really, really old contract. And we've got some, uh, we've got an independent commercial agency for things that they don't write. And so I focused on that for a while and that really grew, but my personal line side of business was just falling apart. So that's, that's what we've been focusing on the last two years is bringing that back around and Teledudes has helped. I mean, it's been amazing. I, I, I cannot stress enough how much our business has grown since July when we started with you guys. And um, I just keep thinking to myself, oh my God, why didn't, why didn't I find this process sooner? Why didn't I do this sooner? Why? It's so much easier. It's accountable. Um, it's scalable. I just, I look at the numbers now and I'm only what, five, six months in and I'm like, holy crap, if I can somewhat duplicate this over and over and over again, which your system can, then geez, I, I, I could have been doing this for 10 years, 15 years and making bukus of, of money and, you know. So. But, but it's definitely not all roses, right? It's not all roses. Oh my gosh. We, we've had problems even since we've been working with you guys. This, yeah. the, a couple weeks ago, we had like a dialer issue and, and, you know, pivot, pivot, pivot. But the way that, that the program is set up, or at least if you're following it on a daily basis and really paying attention to all the things that as a manager, I should be paying attention to daily, you can tell what's broken immediately and then you can go work on it. So it's not like you're going, Oh, sales are down. I wonder why. I, I don't right. understand. And it's a month later, you know, I can look at it on a daily, a weekly and a monthly basis. And then I mean, I can look long-term too, but if I'm doing it on the daily basis, like I have been doing, then I know if it's my telemarketers, I know if it's, um, the sales aren't, aren't going through. Do I need to talk to my LSP? Do we need to listen to some calls together? Do we need to do more training? Um, 
you know, are we losing clients on the back end? Do I need to talk to service? Because our new business is up, but our service numbers are dropping. What's going right. on there? And we can use the same the same system even with our service people. It's just mm. and our commercial people that we're dealing with. It's just it it works on all levels. And for for agents that are struggling and they're small and they want to get bigger and they're tired of doing it on their own, this is a really really good way to do it. Jennifer, you sound like you've been drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Listen, me, I am so I I drank the whole damn pitcher. So I, but but you didn't drink the Kool-Aid the entire time. So let's let's get back. I, I want to get through some of the the old Jennifer. So old Jennifer started <laughs> like by that first off, Craig. Come on, dude. <laughs> well, well, we always say old Craig, you know, uh, new Craig old and old Craig. And a woman's name ever. Yeah, well, we can say old Craig. Yeah. Did I say old? You said I didn't old mean to say old. Anyway. I meant cold. So, <laughs> oh, okay. so the oh, yeah, cold, that's great. Maybe that's not better. Let's look at at Jennifer prior to having success with internet leads. Uh, what did what did Jennifer think about internet leads, and what were were some of the things that that maybe you thought or the perceptions you had about them, mm-hmm. and how maybe they weren't entirely accurate. Well, I have the same thoughts that everybody else does. These suck. Oh my God. I've been buying these leads and nothing's happening. And my people are calling, which is not true. And um, every lead is a bad phone number, which is not true. Everybody that we call says they already have insurance, which is not true. Or they just bought, which is not true. I mean, if if you want to find a rebuttal, I can tell you it's not true. But but why did you think those things? Because. Oh, no. We lost her. Um, oh, there you are. Yeah. You're that, back. That, sorry. <laughs> I had a call come in. I'm on my phone. That's all good. That's what my the, my producers are telling me, you know, and those are the people that are working the lead. So, of course, that's mm. kind of what you're thinking. And you're thinking, okay, well, maybe it's just this lead vendor. Let me get a different lead vendor. And that's part of it. It's not all of it. It is some of it. But for the most part, we're expecting someone that is a salesperson to pick up the phone and dial systematically, which they're not going to do. And also have them deal with people hanging up on them or not even reaching people. So they're not getting to talk to people. There are two different kinds of people in our agency. There are salespeople and there are service people. Mm. Salespeople like to talk. They have a much more outgoing personality. Um, They are, they are um, challenging with clients that say they don't want something. They will rebuttal them. Then we have our service people and they are hand holders. And I mean it, you treat people like you want to be treated and like you would do for your family. That's how our service people are. And for, I don't know, 15 years, I tried to make that one person or two people and mix those jobs. You can't do that. You just can't. They're different personalities. So we're expecting somebody to pick up internet leads and call on them, not get a hold of anybody all day long, or maybe get a hold of somebody that yells at them. Salespeople can't take that. <laughs> they right. just can't. They they need the pat on the back. They need to talk to people. They need to have the challenge. So when we switched to this, where we had telemarketers and they were just giving them people to talk to, my sales producers' attitudes totally changed. Oh my God. They're like, oh, I love this. This is awesome. We need to keep doing this. This is fabulous. And you can see it. And they're productive and their numbers are productive. And, you know, it's, it's definitely worth separating those jobs. Has, 
so the active, so what was their activity prior to that? Like how many quotes were they getting a day? Um, I don't even know if you're tracking that back then or I wasn't or... tracking it as much. Um, and, and that's part of it. I wasn't really managing what I was expecting. Um, so I have to take that on me. That was all me. I'm like, look, we bought you some leads. Go, go, go call them, you know? <sighs> so they probably called them a few times, didn't reach them. And I'm talking like one or two days. They're not going to call them for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Right. They're not going to do that. That's part of the system. And it, it makes a huge difference, you and, know? And it's not you, like it's all of us, every single, there's not one agent on the planet unless they came from a sale, like a, they were part of like a sales um, team, mm-hmm. there's not one person on the planet that came in and said, oh, I'm actually going to track all this stuff because right. you don't get it. Like there's, right. you know, well, you don't know what to track. We tracked quotes and we we did what, what we call a save a deal meeting. So we'd look at the quotes and we'd go through quotes and say, okay, well, what happened with this one? Well, I guess now I think to myself, well, that's stupid. It doesn't matter what happened with it. It didn't close. Let's move on. You know, (laughs) you know, we can put them on a list. We'll call them somewhere along the way or try again in six months, but let's, let's move on to somebody who wants it now, you know? Yeah. So it's a different mentality all the way around. A hundred percent. Yeah. What, like, and I know we all go through this and, and I go through this, Craig goes through this. Every single person goes through the, you know, you're doing all of this activity and it's just every once in a while you get sideways, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, kind of like what you were talking about early on in the, in the program. Um, and I think it's just, I think you just get used to the roller coaster over time and then, but overall you're seeing better results, but like even Craig was having an issue, um, the other week. I mean, I, I was sideways. Monday. It was literally probably four days ago. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was sideways a couple months ago and I found out I couldn't sell. I mean, no, but like you need that, like to talk, talk to somebody about it. Well, one of my favorite things about this group is the Wednesday meetings. And, and I do mean that because it's not just you guys talking, which it, I love talking to you. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> but all of the participants always, I mean, everybody participates. You have other agents from all over the country that have a different perspective and a different idea. And we're all there working the same system, trying to make it better. And everybody in the group has been very willing to give additional support or additional information or help with training or, you know, there's a couple different phone systems that are being used and different people track them different ways. And so when we when we have those meetings, I always leave with something, whether it's something small or something big or like, oh, crap, I didn't even think about that. You know, I, I'm learning stuff every week. So I do not miss that meeting. If I have to miss it, I cringe about it. I I, I don't want to miss that meeting. Um, so I try not to schedule anything on Wednesdays anymore, <laughs> just so oh, I make awesome. sure that I don't get flipping crazy. But um, you've got some really great members and some rock stars in that group. I'm certainly, you know, 100%. on the baby scale end of this thing, looking forward to ramping up. But you got some guys in there that, that have been doing it, work it, understand it, and they are there to help. And I think it's amazing to have that group. Yeah, I, I think so. I, a couple things too is 